0: Kristen back again with the Ride or Die Tribe podcast from the bunker as we're still in the middle of this whole quarantine life situation. I hope you've enjoyed the first two episodes. Um, Today I'm going to take a little bit of a different uh, twist, which is just telling some of my stories. I've had the chance lately to just talk to friends about different things I've experienced in life. And one of my favorite, favorite stories that I told, ironically, the Facebook memory for it ended up popping up this morning. And I thought that was so funny. And I took it as a sign from the universe that I should probably just go ahead and tell this story. So uh, if you haven't followed my professional career or story for, you know, any length of time, um, you should know that before being a coach and podcast host and starting my travel business, I was, are you ready for it? I was a professional hula hooper. This is a true story. And I was a professional hula hooper, but I say that because it's interesting to say, and it's true, but really more truthfully, I ran a fitness company, a national fitness business, women's fitness company that used a hula hoop for home workouts and teacher training and uh, group exercise classes in studios. And we trained instructors to teach this, and we also had online and on-demand workouts. So... It was such a fun, fun chapter. And even before I did that company, which is called FXP Fitness, and it no longer exists, but before that, I had my own hula hoop fitness business in Nashville that was really, really successful and is what sort of led me to meeting the partners that would then become what was FXP Fitness. Well, because it was a fitness company, we were really working hard to break into that mainstream sort of fitness industry. And I always sort of saw this as like the David to the fitness Goliaths, but Um, one of the, one of the things that we did was health and fitness, uh, trade shows. And one of the biggest, actually the the largest trade show in the U S is called Idea World Fitness. And it, uh, is usually held on the West coast. Um, it was in Anaheim the first year we went to it and then it was in LA and kind of stayed there. Then they moved to Vegas and then back to San Diego and like some weird things, but, uh, lots of cool opportunities there. Well, the second year that we did the show. We had a much bigger setup than the first year. We'd had about a year of experience under our belt as a company and knew what we wanted to look like when we showed up at trade shows. And by that point, I also had a team of people working for me, a team of master trainers, some amazing people. And, uh, it was a really professional sharp looking setup. And we walked in there feeling really, really great about this and we were busy and it really was, it was so exciting, such an exciting time. Well, You know, I so I should also say, okay, this is related, I promise, but I am the worst at recognizing celebrities. I just, it's not gonna happen. I mean, Tom Cruise could be standing next to me and I'd probably just start talking to him and have no idea who I'm talking to. That's just how bad I am at this. So, and I also, to to further complicate things, I don't watch television. And I don't have Netflix, and so I don't watch any of those, like, Netflix shows or anything. I'm an avid, avid movie watcher. I watch so many movies, it's almost hard to fathom. But um, we, so, okay, so all of that is important groundwork for the story I'm going to tell you. So this Hula Hoop was um, a, it would break down, it was portable, so it would break into six pieces so you could easily carry it and then you could put it together when you wanted to use it. Well, we had an exercise we would do that um, you would hold the hula hoop in front of you with your hands at like 10 and two, and then you could press in on the hula hoop and it would give you resistance. And it was a great arm toning exercise. It was actually one of my very, very most favorite exercises in our program. And despite how simple it was, it was such a hard exercise and really worked. It was so effective. So that was one of our favorite exercises. Among, you know, about five that we selected as these are the exercises that we want to demonstrate in a trade show setting to give people a feel for how creative and and how effective the workout really is. So this particular exercise, um, because our program was designed for women, great. But when men would do this exercise, they sort of would see the hula hoop as a weapon and be like, I need to crush this thing. Or it's an adversary instead of going like, this is a tool for light resistance, right? And muscle activation. So one of my master trainers at the time, Sammy, who um, I love her, and ironically, okay, again, there's so many sidebars and interconnected things, and I hope you can follow all of my storytelling, but so Sammy, uh, she was a master trainer for me. Ironically, I knew Sammy long before she ever had any career or aspirations in the fitness world, because she was my youngest daughter, Piper. She was her nursery teacher when Piper was a baby. And then she stopped doing that and we'd stayed in touch. And then she became a yoga instructor. Now she's um, like a studio manager and, and actually at the studio where I go. So funny how small the world is, but I just think the world of her. And she was so wonderful. And I uh, <laughs> I hired her as a master trainer and she was magical. So Sammy came up to me um, at the trade show. So we, were, we had this like 10 by 20 booth. And we would be de- multiple people working our booth and we'd be demonstrating exercises to lots of people ongoing. And it was a lot going on. Well, Sammy came up to me and she's like, Hey, Kristen. And she's like, This gentleman over here, I was showing him the exercise and he broke the hoop. And what should I do? I was like, Oh man, he broke the hoop. I'm Like, that stinks, but you know, don't worry about it. It's fine. She goes, Well, he really, really wants to pay for it. And she goes, He's coming up now. And so this guy starts walking up to us and he's like reached into his back pocket and he has pulled out. A wad of hundred dollar bills. I don't know, maybe it was twenties, maybe it was singles, but like in my mind, like it's hundred dollar bills. And this guy's like, he's thumbing his money and he's like, I need, I need to pay you for this hoop. Like I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. Can I pay you for it? I and he was like grinning, but like I could tell he was so apologetic and he was sort of like leaning over and his shoulders rounded forward, trying to kind of make himself small, like very humbly, like, I'm so sorry. I broke your, your tool, your equipment. And I was like, no, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, it happens. You don't have to pay for it. Don't do a thing. It's absolutely okay. And, uh, he, he just kept, he was very adamant, kept insisting. And Sammy was there just like looking at me, like, I don't know what to do. And this guy was like, so, so persistent about it. Like just would not give up. And I'm like, 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 no, it's really, it's okay. So, we we do this little dance for quite a while. And then he says to me, he's like, well, at least can we take a picture together? And I was like, no, no, we're fine. Cause now I'm thinking like this guy, this guy is so creepy. Now he wants to take a picture with me. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm not taking a picture with this guy. And I'm like, no, we're not taking a picture. He's like, no, he's like, I'm kind of a big deal on Instagram. At which point inside my mind, I'm wanting to throw up. And I'm just like, this isn't real. This can't be happening. Like he's a big deal on Instagram. Like, ooh, I just, I couldn't believe that anyone would actually say this thing. And so I was like, no, 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 it's fine. Really, we're good. Thank you. Like, enjoy the rest of your day. You know, and we've got people coming up into our booth and all this stuff. And Sam and I are just looking at each other. Like, did this guy really just say that? Take a picture with us. I'll post it on Instagram. I'm a big deal on Instagram. Well, it it continues. He didn't just walk away. So then he says, no, really. He's like, I'm, I'm," he's like, I'm really popular among the stay-at-home moms. And now I'm like, holy crap. Who is this guy that is like saying these weird things? And I'm not in my mind thinking for any moment that he's famous or he's somebody. I'm just thinking he's this like self-righteous, like arrogant ass. And I want him to go away quickly. I want him to leave and go. And so he starts walking away. And I'm just like, look at Sammy. And we kind of have this like knowing look that we exchange and share. And then he gets about maybe 10 feet from me, stops dead in his tracks slowly turns around he's had some kind of realization and he comes back to me and he says you ever watch The Walking Dead I was like no I don't watch television I'm like I have friends that watch he's like what about Guardians of the Galaxy I'm like oh yeah I love that movie and he's like I'm in those (laughs) I was like what he's like yeah Michael Rooker and I'm like oh Days of Thunder So he was days of, days of Thunder forever ago, but Michael Rooker, so he's the, um, he, you have to look him up because I'm so bad with names, uh, clearly in celebrity names. But so he really is super famous. He really is a big deal on Instagram and he really is popular among stay-at-home moms. And here I am this whole time thinking like, this guy is so full of himself. And he was just really trying to do something nice and shout out like our company and support us because he just felt so bad. So we said, okay, we took it. We I was like, no way. And I got a little like weirdly starstruck. Like it's a famous person, even though I wouldn't really know what you were. <laughs> so horrible. But so we take a picture of him, Sammy and me. And that's uh, the picture that's the cover of this episode. We take a picture with him. He posts it to his Instagram. I post it to mine, uh, to our company one, and tags it. And it was just super fun, and it was really funny. And that has become one of my most ever favorite experiences and certainly the best experience I had at a trade show, and just so super fun. He was such a nice guy, honestly, and I can't say enough nice things about him. I just totally didn't understand what was going on. And so out of context, it seemed like this guy was super full of himself and he really was just trying to do a kind thing because he felt really bad about breaking this this piece of equipment that really wasn't his fault. So that's a funny story and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to belabor this or drag this podcast out. I just wanted to tell that funny story because I think, you know, sometimes these funny stories can just be... A little laugh in the middle of your day. So this is just a real quick episode. Uh, If you have any funny stories like that, or if you've encountered a celebrity or a time when you were by a celebrity and didn't realize it until later, anything like that, I would love to know those stories because I am such an idiot about that. There are so many other times things like this have happened to me. And like, I'm so dumb about celebrities that even now I remember this time on an airplane, but I can't remember who it was. It was some real famous country musician sat by me the whole flight. I offered him one of my drink coupons. He took it. And then as we're getting off the plane, everybody's trying to get his autograph and talk to him. I sat by him the whole flight, had no idea. Um, So I, I, I need to go back and figure out who that was. Anyway, some red haired country singer guy that also was on like cooking shows at the time. I don't know. This was a few years ago. All right. I said I wasn't going to drag this out, and here I am rambling, rambling, rambling along. But uh, Michael Ricker is such a cool, cool guy, so support what he's doing. Uh, And and I can't wait to hear about your stupid celebrity sightings where you just totally fumbled the ball. I hope you're having fun in quarantine. Uh, This is about what I'm doing, so hang in there. We're going to come out on the other side. And until next time, this is Kristen with the Ride or Die Tribe podcast.